Welcome to the Nun Report, bringing your regular dose of truth, freedom, and weirdness with your host, Dan Nunn. Thanks for tuning in to today's Nun Report. I've got, man, the same thing that everyone else is talking about. How can you not? Because for the first time in history, the first time in history, they have vacated the Speaker of the House, and they had the Gates 8 that did it. It was, uh, there's eight Republicans in Congress that are tired of the status quo, that they understand that it's not going to change, nothing is going to change if you continue to do the same thing over and over, if you continue to have the same swampy creatures in charge, the same, and they're Republicans, man. There are a lot of swampy Republicans. They are beholden to lobbyists. They are beholden to their uh, leaders. They are beholden to their, uh, pretty much everybody except for, except for the people that they're there to represent. They're beholden to their uh, Ukraine war, Right? They all love the Ukraine war. You can't get away from that. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Matt Gates getting rid of Speaker McCarthy. Speaker McCarthy, out. He's gone, man. And, uh, and, and good. Good riddance. And goodbye. A lot of people see this as a negative thing. I think it's a positive thing. We're going to take a little bit a look at the border as well because that's not getting any better. We still have a massive invasion going on down there. We have criminals coming to this country. How many? I mean, think about this. How many crimes, including rape and murder, would not have happened if the Biden regime were not allowing millions of people to come across the border unvetted? Think about it. How many is, how many is enough? I mean, or how many is too many? What, one? That's what I think. I think one is too many. But they're happening by the dozens and hundreds. And... These criminals that are coming across, the criminal element that is coming across because we're not vetting anybody at the border is a major, major issue. The majority of people coming across are military age men. And so we're going to talk about that. So we're going to cover a lot of a lot of things today. But first, I want to take a look at what's going on with getting rid of Speaker McCarthy. Now, this is a historical thing. This has never happened before. This is something that... Uh, you know, Matt Gates said he was going to do. They didn't think he can do it. Now, the Democrats, over well, 100% of the Democrats, voted to get rid of him because they're trying to sow more chaos. But this is not chaos. This is not chaos. You had eight Republicans who were had the guts, the, the fortitude, the gonads to go up there and vote to vacate the chairmanship because they... Do not want more of the same. McCarthy broke almost all of his promises. He's a swamp creature. He he wants to continue the war in Ukraine. I mean, the guy wore a Ukraine lapel or a, a handkerchief in his pocket forever. He, he is not a good person. And you know what? What's funny is I hear I hear people say. Oh, by the way, Matt Gates, Nancy Mace, Andy Biggs, Matt Rosen, Rosendale, Ellie Crane, Eli Crane. Sorry, uh, Ken Buck, Timber. Burkett and Bob Good. Those are the Republicans who had the fortitude to go ahead and stand up against the establishment. And make no mistake, it is an establishment. They are scrambling big time Democrats and Republicans because if they get a speaker in there like Jim Jordan, who has already announced that he's going to run, put his name in the hat, or, or Byron Mc, uh, 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 Donald, then they're in big hurt because these people will not fund the Ukraine war. 
they won't even bring the votes to the floor for the Ukraine funding. And Democrats are freaking out about this. And so are a lot of Republicans, including your Senate major Minority Leader, uh, Mitch McConnell, another neocon, the dinosaur who needs to go. These, the problem is these people spend too freaking long in Congress. And they're owned. Every single one of them is owned. They need to wear their sponsorships in patches all over their suits so we know who the hell owns them. I mean, they, well, I guess they voluntarily wear their Ukraine pin, so we know that they're owned there. But that's really just an extension of the military-industrial complex, whose stocks, by the way, are in the toilet. Let's take a look at a few clips or, and what's going on with this. First of all, this, this tweet, and this, this really irritates me. So Kaylee McKennedy, Fox has ruined her. Fox has completely ruined her. She was a press secretary for Donald J. Trump, of course. I thought, and probably even, even still do, one of the best press secretaries in history. She did a great job. She was the one who came up with the binder and all the tabs and everything. She was always on point and very spot on. Ever, she's gotten dumber since becoming part of Fox. You look at her and she's she's struggling and then she's all full of herself. She thinks she's great at being a commentator and she's not. She's, she's not good really at all. Here's her takeaways on McCarthy being booted. Democrats always stick together. Republicans don't. I am sick and fucking tired of this argument. Excuse me for the F-bomb there. No, don't excuse me because that's what I'm feeling. It pisses me off. Stick together. They've been sticking together for decades, and what the hell has that got us? They've been sticking together on the rhino front, on the uniparty front for decades. What has it got us? Where are we at? It got us Joe Biden, Swiss cheese for brains, and the puppet masters that are pulling his strings, along with his completely inept administration that can't do a damn thing right. What did it get us? It got us Fetterman in gym shorts, and hoodies walking around the Senate like a fucking caveman. Hmm. No. What they need to do is they need to stand together against the communist regime. They need to stand together against the military-industrial complex. They need to stand together against the uniparty and against the extreme commie Democrats who are destroying this country. That means that all those people in the middle, all those schmarmy uniparty Republicans need to grow some nuts. And stand up against what's going on instead of being part of the problem. Eight people, again, had the fortitude to go up and stand against the uniparty, stand against the deep state, stand against the system and the status quo. So don't sit there and tell me Republicans, they need to stick together like the Democrats do. You're right, but not in the way that you're saying it. Not in the way that you're saying it. Speaker McCarthy, former Speaker McCarthy, was nobody to rally your, your troops around, nobody to circle your wagons around, nobody to stand behind, nobody to get behind. That guy was beholden to the system. And that's what we don't want. We don't want people that are beholden to the system. I keep hearing say, yeah, stick together. A lot of people have said that. They need to not argue. The Republicans need to just get along. They need to, this is terrible. No, it's not. This is not chaos. 
which is Caleb McKennedy's next point. The chaos is a manifestation of not having a red wave. A narrow majority means that a few have power to overtake the whole. Oh, damn right they do. And it's not chaos, Kaylee. It's accountability. So what's your plan? If, if you don't, if you think this is bad, if you just wanted to leave McCarthy there, what's your plan? Is your plan just to do more of the same? Your plan is to do nothing? Doing nothing is not a damn plan. Doing nothing is going to give you more of the same. So you're just going to sit there and you, your plan is to do nothing and hope that the change will just happen? That's what I, that's what I get when I read this crap. This is complete bullshit. And I'm using this as an example. This crap was all over the place from rhino, moderate, and swampy Republicans who like to claim that they're conservatives, and they're not. They're not. They're part of the problem. Her third point of her takeaway, the more conservative CR with spending cuts and border funding failed. Instead, we got a worse bill. McCarthy out could mean... What? Anyway, McCarthy, oh, McCarthy out, comma. Let me correct your grammar there for a minute. McCarthy out, and, and you're, you're an anchor. McCarthy out, comma, could mean a dim leading speaker voted on by all Democrats and just a few moderate Republicans. A quest for perfection can backfire. Yeah, but a quest to do nothing will definitely backfire 100%. If you do nothing, you will lose 100% of the time. At least they're trying. At least they're doing something. At least they're looking for change and trying to improve the status quo. Don't be a pussy. Don't be a wimp. Don't just sit there and think, oh, man, oh, this could end up bad. This could end up bad. You know what? No balls, no fucking blue chips. Yeah, that's right. No balls, no blue chips. So if you want to win, if you want to gain the majority, if you want to kick those Democrats' ass, you're going to have to take some chances. You're going to have to boot out some of these rhinos that are running the party. You're going to have to do what Matt Gates did and stand up to the system, stand up to the uniparty, stand up to the deep state and say no more. No more. And you people who sit there and say, oh, we need to stick together and this is a bad thing and it's showing chaos and wah, 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 fucking wah. Go home. Stay home. You're not a conservative. You're not a MAGA Republican. You're part of the problem. You're part of the problem. Mr. McConnell had this to say. I'd like to start by thanking Speaker McCarthy for his service. Uh, we had a great personal relationship uh, trying to lead two very different uh, parts of the American government. Uh, I think he has much to be uh, proud of. Um, we avoided a government shutdown. We did the inevitable with regard to the debt ceiling. And I'm one person who's extremely grateful 
for his service. <clears throat> I have no advice to give uh, to House Republicans except one. I hope whoever the next speaker is gets rid of the motion to vacate. I think it makes the speaker's job impossible and the American people expect us to have a functioning government. On the Senate side, we need to get our as many appropriation bills passed as possible. The majority leader has indicated that's what he would like to do as well, and he'll have plenty of cooperation from us in trying to achieve as close to a regular appropriations process as we possibly can. He continued to say that they should continue to fund Ukraine. He's sitting there saying that the House should change their rules to eliminate the motion to vacate. Therefore, if you the Speaker can no longer be held accountable. You could get somebody up there who does whatever they want, and the House no longer has the ability to replace their leadership. What kind of bullshit is that? He's up there saying, no, 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 they should get rid of the motion to vacate because nobody should ever be held accountable for being a swampy rhino dipshit like McCarthy was. It's about responsibility, man. You know, he's he's not a he's not a turtle. You know that, that people have used that for McConnell for a while. That oh yeah, the turtle. You know the turtle. No, he's he's not. Don't. That's too much credit. He is the turd of a turtle. Okay, he's a little dropping that comes out of a turtle's butt. A human piece of walking turtle shit is what McConnell is. Turtle turd. Make that a TT for turtle turd. Yeah. And, and people think, oh, well, things were just going to change all by themselves. And you know what? And while... <laughs> The temporary House Speaker, he was pissed. He almost broke his gavel. Look at that cute little bow tie. Hmm. Man, these old fuddy-duddies need to get the hell out of Congress. We need some fresh blood in there and not the AOC type. The Matt Gates type. Okay? The Joe Kent here in Washington, District 3, who's going back there. That type. The America First type. So this guy was forced into a position of being the temporary speaker, and they're going to adjourn for a week. Watch what he does. Chair declares the House in recess, subject to the call of the chair. <laughs> He's pissed. They're all pissed. It's going into recess for a week. So what? So they can gather their wagons, so they can figure out what they're going to do. They're panicked. We need a week off so we can all back off and then we can have all of our private meetings and conversations, all of our DM exchanges and whatnot, and try to figure out what the hell we're going to do now that we don't have our puppet McCarthy as House Speaker. Now that you could have somebody up there like Jim Jordan, that'd be their worst nightmare. It, their strategy is interesting. You know, they, they got rid of McCarthy and maybe they're going to try to somehow squeak a, a Democrat in there, but that would require Republicans to vote for a Democrat leader versus somebody like Jim Jordan. I can't even imagine it. 
The idea of Trump being House Speaker has been floated. I, I like the I like the idea. I like the thought. I mean, that'd be great. He's 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 Speaker of the House while they're investigating him or you know putting him on trial for all these crimes and also holding an impeachment inquiry <laughs> against Trump. Yeah, Biden go in there. They could, or excuse me, Trump against Biden. Trump could go in there. I got things reversed. Trump could go in there, impeach. They could impeach Biden and Kamala, and then Trump would be president just like that. How about that? Yeah, that's 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 a that's a pipe dream. That's not going to happen. But they, they want this week off so that they can gather their wagons, figure out what they're going to do, how they're going to go forward now, and what contingencies they have if somebody gets in there that they don't want in there. That's what they're doing. They need to get, and, and Matt Gates is a little pissed. He wants them to get to voting right away. But while all these people are worrying about um, worrying about, oh no, we should stick together as Republicans and all this and that, this is what they're really worried about. Defense stocks fall as paralyzed house. Paralyzed. Is paralyzed? I didn't know it was paralyzed. He's only been gone for less than 24 hours now. Defense stocks fall as paralyzed house with no speaker puts U.S.-Ukraine aid at risk. Thank God. And the defense contractors, not just the United States, on Wednesday morning, European defense stocks such as uh, Reitman Tail, Saab, BAF Systems, and Leonardo slid in the crash market or in the cash market, Bloomberg said this was because of the ousting of McCarthy. Good. Good. Thank you, Matt Gates. Thank you. You just shot across the bow of the military industrial complex worldwide by taking the action, by having the fortitude and the balls to go ahead and do what needed to be done and damn the consequences to you personally. Because there might be consequences to him personally. German arms manufacturer Rheinmetall dropped as much as 4.8%. Swedish aerospace and defense company Saab fell 3%. British multinational arms security and aerospace company BAE Systems slid 3.5%. And Italian defense contractor Leonardo was down 2%. U.S. stocks were down as well. This is what, uh, oh man, the Ukraine funding thing and this war in Ukraine, this is what it's about. This is what it's always been about. Are these people lining their pockets and those that they owe favors to for financing their campaigns year after year after year? And they're doing it, as I've said before, at the cost of the blood of a nation. Women and children being raped tortured and slaughtered daily. Also, these rich political elites can line their pockets and then they defend it like this, like this a-hole. We're going to focus on the fact that supporting Ukraine is the right thing to do, not just for Ukraine, but for the American people or for our national security interests. And for those who want to take that support away, they should be asking themselves, why would they be willing to do Putin's bidding? Putin's bidding. There you go. If, if you don't support the war in Ukraine, you're doing Putin's bidding. You're a Putin puppet. The whole Russian bullshit and the whole, you know, oh, if, if you know what? If you don't want war, if you'd like to talk about peace, guess what? You support Putin. God. 
these people. And, and they say, oh, if we don't, it's the end of the world if we don't support. It's the U.S. national security interest, not just U.S. interest, but the, the entire world depends on defeating Russia and Ukraine. Really, the entire world depends on winning in Ukraine at all costs, at any cost, as long as it takes. You've heard every single one of them. They trot them out there day after day after day. Yeah, the whole world. So you've got, they're worried about how things, you know, Republicans need to stick together and they're worried about things that really don't matter. While you have a war that's putting us on the cusp of having U.S. troops over there that we're spending billions of dollars, on, hundreds of billions now, of dollars on, putting us at, at risk of World War III. And meanwhile, here at home, you've got the U, average U.S. 30-year fixed mortgage rate is almost, almost, will be soon at a 20-year high. Because this is just the beginning, folks. This is the result of Bidenomics and the policies and inflation that's going on. You have the Strategic Petroleum Reserve now at a low, not seen in when, I mean, this chart goes back to 1992. We have 17 days worth of strategic, of oil left in the strategic reserves. You can see where it peaked out while Trump was president and how Biden has artificially kept gas prices low. And now we only have 17 days left in the reserve if we were to need it, if we'd had to use it for our own strategic needs, defense, defensive needs, and to survive, we have 17 days, used to be 40 days under Trump. Think of that. Think of that. You, car prices, how about this? Average monthly payment for a new vehicle in the U.S., $736 a month now to buy a car, to finance it. Up from about $550 when Trump was president. These are the results of the radical Democrat policies. This is the results of printing money. These are the results of going after the Green New Deal as if money didn't matter, as if price was no object. By convincing a lot, a lot of people that, man, if we don't spend this money, the world's going to come to an end in 12 years. Bullshit. It's not. It's a hoax. I've been alive for 55 freaking years, and my entire life since I can remember, there has been some nut job, some movement out there saying the world's going to end in 10 years. Whether it was acid rain, whether it was an ice age, whether it was global warming, whether it was an ozone hole, one thing after another, after another, after another, after another. None of it has come true. And guess what? Uh, still here. Still here. So these are the things that could be worried about. Anyway, moving on to moving on to some weirdness for a moment. <sighs> this was in one press conference. Biden held a private little press conference. Only the special people were invited. Excuse me. Need to wet my whistle there a little bit. Anyway, only the special people were invited. And uh, here's just, I, I put together a little 
little montage of of a few things from the presser. This is the guy who's running the country. This is the guy, the leader of the free world. No, this is not the leader of the free world. This is the guy that everybody else in the world is laughing at. And he needs to go. There's no way he's running for president. <laughs> he is not going to be on the, he's not going to be the nominee for the Democrat Party. That, I, I mean, I, I wish he was. I, I really wish that he would be because he doesn't have, have a chance in hell of, of winning. But uh, check this out. Studentaid.gov slash save. I join with Minority Leader Jeffers, excuse me, Jeffries. Uh, the argument we reached uh, was uh, <laughs> the argument about what uh, what comes next. But we had an agreement. We reached an agreement over the weekend. Was there not that they're asking? What's your advice to the next next House Speaker? He said, "Above my pay grade." I know that didn't come across on the audio because he said it really softly too. So it's above his pay grade to comment on what he thought about the next house speaker. Hmm. I thought the buck stopped with you. Here's another little moment of weirdness. Up in Canada, they installed, speaking of house speakers, their equivalent of a house speaker, they got a new one because their old one resigned due to putting a Nazi up there on the floor and honoring a Nazi. (sighs) Anyway, he resigned. They put in a new guy. After, and I'm not going to show the weird parts. They another one of the weird parts. They drug him up there. I don't know. I'm not uh, accustomed to. I don't know what Canadian customs are or French customs. Maybe this is normal. I know they do a lot of weird shit over in the UK and and the Britain British Parliament as well. And maybe this is just more like that. Uh, but we're not getting much better. I mean, right? We've, we're pulling fire alarms, and we've got people like Fetterman. Uh, walking around in gym clothes and keeping people like Feinstein in there until they until their death. Um, but this is what happened up in Canada. They installed their new their new guy, the equivalent of the Speaker of the House, Speaker of Parliament, I think they call him. And I want you to <laughs> this is just this is just weird. Um, truth, freedom, and weirdness. That's what the Nun Report is. Here's a little bit of weirdness as he takes the the seat for the speakership and then uh, says something. Then uh, Trudeau response back but i want you to watch trudeau uh trudeau's face very closely they're talking french so you're not going to understand what they're saying but watch uh or maybe some of you will i don't know watch trudeau's face with a little wink and a little tongue lag check this out the right honorable prime minister what a beta boy. Oh my God, he's such a soy boy. Man, I bet that guy uh, sleeps in soybeans. Oh my gosh, no wonder his wife left him, man. Could you imagine being married to that uh, so-called man? <laughs> I'm sorry, Canada. I lo- oh man, I got some good friends in Canada. I, I have fans of this show, actually, that are up in Canada. And I thank you. Thank you for watching. I'm sorry, that your leader seems to be just as bad as ours in different ways, no doubt. At least he has his cognitive senses about him. That makes him more dangerous, of course, because he's more evil. And <laughs> our guy is just Swiss cheese for brains. 
Then I've got one more piece of weirdness for you here. It, that's I don't know if this is weirdness. It's actually more, uh, I guess it would be more sadness. This is at a Walmart, and this woman had got gotten caught shoplifting, and she she was driving around on one of those little fat people carts or people with disability things. The cops, the, this this police officer was called and confronted her and this is what ensued it's a little bit of a long clip i was only going to play the really insane part but i i think it's important to put things in context so i'm going to play the whole thing so you can see what led up to it check this out Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Damn, I love Walmart. Take me to jail! Oh, you got to see this because I had to. Walmart is racist. Walmart's racist because they don't think she should be able to go in there and just steal shit. And when you do get caught stealing shit, then you get arrested. Therefore, Walmart is racist. Now... I do have to say that uh, if that's not demonic possession, if there's not evil involved in that, then I don't know what it is. And you're seeing more and more of this in society. It's not just the permissiveness and the lack of consequences. This is not civilized behavior. I think most of us could agree on that, right? It's not even human behavior this is this is something else this is something much worse i've said it before i think that demonic activity that's going on in this country is off the off the charts right now i think that possession is a real thing and i think that unfortunately that woman is a victim of it evil exists people evil exists on another weird note commander Commander Biden, that's the German shepherd dog. The second one that Biden has had, they had to get rid of the first one because it was biting people. Commander has bitten another person. That's number 12. Bitten a groundskeeper. The other 11 instances were Secret Service agents. And so the, the word is that, oh, everyone in the White House, all their staff, they, they, they love Commander. He's just a sweet, sweet dog. But of course, they're dependent on Biden for a job. They can be fired. 
So of course they're going to say nice things about the doc. Secret Service can't be fired by Biden. 12 people this dog has bitten. They required medical care. So you know there are a lot of other instances of aggression that were not reported or possibly even other bites that did not require medical care, so they just weren't reported. So he built a groundskeeper. That's 12 people. This dog, this poor dog. I don't feel bad. The, the, the Bidens have no business having a dog like this. They got a rescue, already a dog that's at high risk. They didn't provide proper training, obviously, obviously, and the dog does not have a relationship with a human being. German shepherds need to have a bond and a relationship. If you're just going to pass them off like a child to a nanny and not be involved in his upbringing on a day-to-day basis, involved in the training daily, Biden can't train him. Biden can hardly fucking walk. He has no business owning a dog like this because he can't handle, if you can't handle the dog personally, if you can't be the dog's handler, what are you doing even owning a dog? It's a selfish, egotistical, arrogant stunt. I'm sure he loves dogs. I'm sure he loves German shepherds. There's not a lot to not like about them. They are great dogs. I have two. My dogs are well-mannered and well-trained and they are, are extremely bonded to myself and my wife because we are the ones who trained them. We spent the time with them. We are with them on the day and on the night, day in, day out. We take them everywhere. And they're very well-mannered. And they've never bitten a single person. This dog commander is two years old. They've had it for a little bit over a year and it's bitten 12 people in the White House. That's a fail. Epic fail on the Bidens. How, you know, where's my, where's my clip of uh, Greta? How dare you? How dare you? Again, I feel bad for the dog because he had a chance. He had a chance. And the Biden ruined his chance, just like they've ruined the chance of so many Americans across this country with their incredibly horrible policies, including policies at the border. The border is still at crisis. We're still letting in millions of people. Going to probably end up around two and a half million people this year. The pace of about 250 to 300,000 people a month. But they think that it's great. Just ask your favorite press secretary in my Carrie jean Here she goes, spouting her lies again. And when it comes to the border... We've taken action. We've taken action by getting record funding uh, to deal with the border. Their idea of dealing with the border is to let as many people in as possible. When they talk about funding the border, they're talking about increasing the capacity to process more people. They're talking about bringing, they're not talking about, when they're talking about funding the border, it does not include keeping people out. What funding the border to them means is bringing more in and increasing processing capacity and then move them about the country. That's their idea of dealing with the border. They have no intention of closing the border. We're also learning today about a new Mexican government initiative that's likely going to complicate the migrant crisis, at least here in the U.S. Authorities there have begun busing migrants from the southern part of Mexico north towards the U.S. 
This is an attempt by Mexico to free up existing public transportation that's currently being overwhelmed by the estimated 6,000 who cross into Mexico. So Mexico is busing the illegals that show up on their, their southern border. They don't want anything to do with them, but they know that the Biden regime and the extreme commie Democrats will just let them in the United States. So they're bypassing all the bullshit that would happen if they walk across our country. They're just going to start busting them up here. And no one's holding them accountable for doing this. This is why we need to take them out. This is why we need to militarize the border. This is why we need paramilitary operations into Mexico to take out the cartels, destroy the pipelines, and stop this madness. I'm not talking about war with Mexico, so just knock that shit off. I'm talking about mobilizing not just the National Guard, but U.S. military forces to the southern border to stop the invasion, to put up blockades, to station troops and towers, military equipment, tanks, armored vehicles, bases. And once you stop the flow of illegals at the border, because they'll stop coming if they see that. And if they do come across, man, it would be a shame. You know what they do in some countries if someone illegally crosses your border is they shoot them. Once the border is secure and the flow has stopped, then we have special op, paramilitary, op, paramilitary operators go in to Mexico. Mexico, I mean, give them the chance first. Look, either you stop the cartel from the human trafficking and drug trafficking, or we will. We can joint venture in it. You do it. We can joint venture in it. But if you don't want to be a part of it, we're going to do it unilaterally. That alone, if you were serious, if they thought the person was serious, if Donald Trump said that, they would believe him. That alone might stop it. Or at least slow it down. But if it didn't, then you go ahead and start conducting operations. Take out their network, take out their pipeline, take out their manufacturing, and take out the cartel families themselves. And by that, I mean taking them off the board. Arrest them if possible and bring them to justice. If they don't want to go that route, then there's going to be consequences. Karine Jean-Pierre continued with this. The governor of Illinois has written to President Biden to say the federal government's lack of intervention and coordination at the border has created an untenable situation for Illinois. Does anybody outside of the White House think the immigration policy is working? So here's what I can tell you. I just mentioned that the president requested $4 billion uh, for a supplemental uh, funding to address what we're seeing at the border. Right. Bullshit. And uh, to manage what is happening currently at the, uh, the southwest border, more specifically. And Republicans continue to block us. They do. They continue to block us. And without Good. Congress, the president has taken action. Good. I'm glad they do continue to block you. I'm glad they do continue to not allow you to spend billions of dollars to process these illegal aliens faster and bring more of them into the country. I'm glad. Thank God. We should all be thankful that the Republican Party at least 
is blocking them on their madness down there at the border and funding more of their processing capacities to bring more people in. Because, again, none of this money that the Democrats, not a penny of the money that the Democrats want for the border is to stop people from coming in. It's not to secure the border. It's to make the open border more orderly. That's all it is. And this is the result. This is a migrant facility in New York City. And apparently they have their own security forces and everything. And they're telling U.S. citizens filming on public sidewalks that they aren't allowed to do that. Check it out. Yo, what is it, huh? Oh, it's a shelter. Oh, good looking. It's a shelter, my Pete. Yeah, so this is a, a illegal alien shelter where they're housing illegal aliens in New York City on the taxpayer dime. And this is how they treat U.S. citizens out on the sidewalk. Sure. Excuse me? You're not supposed to film here. That's Who? what I'm saying. You, you're not supposed to film here. What is this? I don't know. You're not, you're not, you don't have right to do this. I don't have okay. the right to do what? Yes, you don't have right to film in here. That's I don't think he understands what country he's in. He still thinks he's down in Africa somewhere or South America. He's, he's sitting there coming, you don't have the right to film here. You don't, you know, fuck you and bullshit. This is the United States of freaking America and you're talking to someone on public property. They can film and do anything they want as long as it's legal. You have no right to come there and tell an American citizen you're not even a freaking American citizen. Assholes. These are the people that they're letting into this country and the majority of these migrants, again, are military-aged men. And he has the gall to come out there, he still thinks he's in a third world country. He still thinks he's in a dictatorship where he can just go out and intimidate a citizen and tell them, you're not allowed to film here. Check it out. I'm telling you. What is this over here? And who are you? Okay. You want to know who I am? Please, sir. You're not, you don't have right to film here. I'm talking to you right now. You don't have right to film here. Yes, Can he does. Please? Who are you? I don't know. Bro, Who are you? The they don't want nobody out here. They don't want nobody where? They're standing in front of the building Please. with a camera. Okay, oh, y'all bugger. And you really no, want to be no. recording, bro? You bugger. All right, you wait. You yo, wait. yo, why are you surrounding me? Why are you surrounding me? You, you wait. Oh, you now wait. you want me to wait? No, no, you wait. What's up, relax, yo? What's up relax, with you, bro? Relax, relax. Yo, why y'all surrounding me? What's up, yo? Relax, relax. Relax, relax. Talk to who? I don't talk to popos, nigga. I'm not a snitch. Turn around, nigga. You go talk to them. Turn around, nigga. Stop playing with me. Around, Look at nigga. this one. Look at this bird. At this yo, who are you, bro? Why are you on my property? Oh, your property? My property. Yo, stop playing with me, yo. His property. I'm about to knock him the f out. That's what I'm about to do. If they don't move back, what the f is all y'all niggas doing, bro? Especially you, bro. Who the fuck you think you are? Huh? You don't come to the sidewalk and talk to me like that, nigga. You hear me? You hear me? Make this the last time you approach a member of the public giving them orders on the fucking sidewalk, nigga. Stick to your job. This is our job to tell you to move. You don't tell me to fucking move, nigga. I don't go by... Who are you, nigga? Who are you? Your job is inside, nigga, not outside, bro. Who? Security. What security, nigga? Look at you. Look at the cop right here, nigga. What's your name and badge number, brother? I don't know how to read. Right here. What is it? You're filming it. What is it? It's right here. Say it out for the people, bro. 7807. Name? Wasso. Thank you very much. You're there you go. Now you keep it moving and don't fuck with me, nigga, before I knock you the fuck out, nigga. <laughs> fuck is wrong with y'all niggas, man. This is sidewalk. I don't know what this is. I don't know who you are. You don't come outside and give me orders, nigga. All right? 
and I'm still here. And you came to and gave me an order. And why were well, you still here? Everybody, there you go. You're getting orders. Get your west inside, bro. Don't come to the side. We'll give you members of the public order. And by the way, the guy filming was also black. Just so we get that clear. So you have migrants here illegally being housed in a hotel on taxpayer dollars coming outside and telling U.S. citizens that they're not allowed to film on the sidewalk, public property. And then you have some punk ass kid come out and say, this is my property. I own it. What are you, what are you doing here? He doesn't own shit. But see, they think they do because they occupy it. Possession is nine-tenths of the law. They are occupying U.S. properties. Therefore, they believe in their mind, from their cultures, from their back-ass word ways, that since they occupy it, they own it. You understand that, right? They're not here to become a part of American culture. They're not here to, to, to integrate into our society. They're here to change our society. It's time to stop it. Time to stop it. Look at this scene in El Paso. Just, just chaos, absolute chaos going on down there. They're chanting, that's, you can't understand it, but they're, they're, they're chanting, yes, we can. Sound familiar? Remember? Remember Obama? Yes, we can. But, hey, don't worry. The border's all good. The, the president is going to continue to do everything that he can to deal with what's going on. At Pathetic. Anyway, on that note, I think we're going to call it a day. Thank you, Matt Gates, by the way, for getting rid of the failure McCarthy. Someone said to me, so what's going to change? What's the point? What's going to change? What's going to change is we can get a speaker in there who will bring up votes for standalone spending. Line item, votes for the spending so that people can go on record for what they support and it's not just all lumped into one massive pork barrel. We're going to get a vote on term limits. We're going to release the J6 videos to the public, period. And then we can make our own choices, right? And no more money to Ukraine. That is what a new speaker can bring. Now, some of those will not pass the Senate. That's not the point. It doesn't matter. The point is, oh, and, oh, and subpoena Hunter Biden. How about that? The point is, is to bring 
public awareness to all the bullshit and how swampy Washington, D.C. is. And force, force, not just the Democrats, we know how they're going to vote, force the Republicans who claim to be conservatives, who claim to represent America, make them go on record for what they want to spend our money on. It's not their money. It's our money. And fortunately, we've got a few people like Matt Gates back there who are willing to hold them accountable for what kind of stewards they are of our money. Thanks for watching. If you're just listening on a podcast or renegaderadio.com, make sure to uh, check me out at rumble.com slash the nun report. All my shows are always up there. I use Rumble because it's their free speech alternative to YouTube. I would never go on YouTube. Okay? You can catch me on all the socials at the Nun Report except TikTok, so I don't do that comedy BS. And also Twitter because the I couldn't get because, well, that counter got nuked. So now on Twitter, I'm just at Nun Report. Or just go to my website, thenunreport.com. Anyway, hey, thanks again for watching. And as always, until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers. 